Now recording. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Core Four Yankees podcast. My name is Manny. I'm here today with my co-hosts Nick and again today. Hey, we are once again very mad at how the team has been going. Um, it's a little more of a somber episode than the ones that have been more entirely rage filled recently. But trust us, we're gonna we're gonna get to the juicy parts of what's making this team frustrate us right now. Anyway, I'm your host for today's episode. You can find me on Twitter at NYYStain. You can find me on Instagram at Manny.org. I've got my co-hosts with me here, Nick and Mike. They're going to go around and introduce themselves. What's up, everyone? This is Nick Rosado. You can find me on my multiple Twitter accounts at Rosado underscore Nick and at Respect All Rise, except the S and Respect is the two. Uh, you can also find me on my Instagram account at Nick Five Bombers. What's going on? My name is Michael. You can find me on Twitter at YankeeRance28. Right now, so today's episode is being recorded right after the Yankees blew a very, very winnable game um, versus the Kansas City Royals, which, uh, by the way, are not a good team. They're 33-38, and 38, all right? And what makes this loss so frustrating is that there's so many ways we could have won this but that's something we're going to get to at a later point in the episode. The first things first, we're going to discuss what's happened between the last time we recorded and now. Uh, we are going to talk about the two series between ourselves and the Blue Jays, as well as the Athletics. So we swept the Blue Jays. We took two out of three versus the Athletics. What are we seeing from that series, guys? So I guess we'll start with the Blue Jays series. Um, yeah, I mean, that was just an impressive series uh blue jays right there with us in the standings at the time being and you know we had to win vlad jr hot as hell coming into the series and um you know we had a bunch of gritty wins i'm backed by you know american league uh all-star gary sanchez um <laughs> we'll get we'll get out to him uh later but um yeah those three wins were huge for us especially seeing how he got swept by philly and couldn't finish a sweep against minnesota the week prior so i mean the first game you know Pretty nice win, sixty uh, six to five. Um, Clint Frazier with the RBI um double to put us ahead. The go ahead double, which you're still a war criminal, bro. Um, you know, Gittins had his first hit, a homer, which the kid was trying his hardest not to give the ball back. He was trying to like literally, you know, rip the Yankees for every penny they had in order for him to get that ball back. Uh, as I say, Gary was big this series. He had a homer. Guardy had a homer. Um, Judge robbed a homer this game. Um, I think it was this game. Yeah, right, because it was the same. Was it this game? I'm not Judge sure. for Gold Golf, uh, by the way. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, that was that was game one, game two. Um, we had we went three to two. Gary came, in, Cole pitched that game, and Gary came in clutch, uh, down by one, hit a two run homer to put us ahead, and we didn't look back. Uh, Chapman almost blew it in the ninth, but um, we had a great play to get Vladdy Jr. Uh, at uh, in between third and home and we got him at a, th a third so that was great and then um uh what else the last game of the series again uh we went eight to four it was pretty easy um uh you know well not easy but uh, compared to the other two games it was a pretty nice win um we had a, another triple play this game uh one three six two five six triple play um yeah i mean listen i really like the way the team played the series dan was big um in that game, in the last game, um, pretty much everyone 
put in the work. And um, yeah, no, big series for us to win. Yeah, um, I gotta agree, especially at, like that. That was a real uh, huge bounce back series. You know, the, the games in Philadelphia were absolutely miserable in almost every form. First game was uh, just a heartbreaker. And the second game was, you know, we'd lost that from the moment the second pitch of the game was thrown or the first pitch even. And um, the Toronto series was huge for morale. And they carried that over, even though they dropped the first gamers of the A's, which is something they really could have won. Um, just got unlucky on a homer by Tony Kemp, who somehow turned into God throughout the entire uh, series with the Athletics. Uh, really just one mistake there that, that ended up snowballing. But besides that, the team has been playing like fairly well on aggregate recently. Uh, the offense has been showing up. Uh, it wasn't too hot in um, the eighth series, if I remember correctly. We won games. Actually, no, we were pretty good in the eighth series, but the Toronto series were quiet for one of the games at least. And um, that's, that's really been the cure. I think Brian Cashman himself has said that. Like, this is an offense first team. So when, when the offense is clicking, that's, that's really all you need. Um, obviously, that hasn't been the case at some points in, in the series, in the season, such as the first game versus Philadelphia, but sure as hell was over the last um, couple of weeks where we won five out of six. And that was so crucial because we moved up in the standings, which we'll get to later. Um, but I think that's it for our recap of the previous series. But now we'll go over the topic that's a lot fresher in all of our minds, and that is lost to the Kansas City Royals, which is, it just felt <clears throat> Yeah, it was, it was just terrible. Um, the loss was terrible. Mike, you want to go first on thoughts? Well, like, the last week I've seen the, the Yankees actually put some happiness in my life. By beating two really good teams. But then they pull this shit tonight. Oh, no, it's, it's Tyler Wade's fault. I'm not going to be real with you. Don't we need to talk about that play? That inexcusable play? Yeah, go ahead and talk about it. I mean, so first and third, one out. It's a, heat, a ground ball is hit right to Wade. I'm pretty sure my little brother on his travel ball team playing second would know exactly what to do in this situation. Instead of hesitating at first and then throwing the ball at home, I say you turn two and get two out so you get out the inning, only run one scores. But no, he decides to throw it home where he has no chance to get the runner out, and that leads to an implosion of Jonathan Awaizaga and lost us the game. By the way, like – we we might not even have uh, – they probably wouldn't even have scored one because, like, um, if you look at the replay, by the time Wade fielded the ball, the uh, the runner was only, like, five feet off uh, out of the box. And the same goes for the runner going – the runner uh, leading off first was, you know, a lot farther gone, but he would have been the first one to get thrown out. So, so he might have been beaten by just a hair. But the runner at first would have been out by a mile. Now that would have been the easiest double play well, to end, um, you know, to, to end that inning. 
here's here here's here's my thing with that. People's people's um what is it called argument for that is that Dyson was running out of the box and yeah I get that. But here's my thing. Yes, you're right. Um, he he was barely out of the box. Um, it is draw Dyson, so he is fast. But you can try to turn two there, and you know if we get the two outs, the game is just remains tied and I'm, instead of them going out to score three more runs, right? But people don't understand. There's a freeze frame. There's a picture out there going. I I tweeted it back at someone, bro. The ball was like one bounce away from Wade, so he would have had the ball. And the runner from first to second was like not even past him yet. All he really had to do was tag the runner and throw it first. And Dyson's speed means nothing in that situation. Like you just tag him and go, and that's two. That's all three outs, and we're out of the inning. But no, of course this guy wants to double clutch his way to home, and it was Carlos Santana running. Like, are we serious right now? You double clutch. For what? Just throw the ball home. If you're going to go home, throw the ball home. And that's not the right play to me. And a lot of people are like, oh, we wouldn't have turned the double play. Gerard Dyson was running. No, we would have because you just tagged the runner going from first to second. And then you throw the ball first, and that's the inning. But no, of course not. We have Tyler Wade playing second base. Tyler Wade, bro. Tyler Wade. By the way, people, that, you know, we scored in the pass ball to give us the lead. Not for long, obviously. And Tyler Wade's the one who scored to give us a 3-2 lead. Yeah, it's not his work, bro. It's the pitcher throwing the ball away and getting so Bro, you you, you, you could have put, like, you, you literally can take the last place finisher on an Olympic qualifying team. That does, it, that, that, that does like, speed walking if that even exists. And they'd manage to get the job done in that situation. Like, Tyler Wade literally does the bare minimum, and he struggles with that as well. But he has speed. Okay, well, he could use his speed to run himself the fuck out of New York. I, I, I'm sure there are a couple of empty spots on the Olympic qualifiers right now. He can go to Tokyo and run a race, come last, and never come back. I'm sure he'll be very welcome as, as a refugee <laughs> in fucking Tokyo. I, I'm sure they have internet cafes and shit. Watch anime and eat sushi and... I don't know. Do do your thing. Do not play baseball for the New York Yankees. Fuck you. <laughs> Dude, we had so many opportunities. And yes, this was the big, I mean, damn, Loisco. Like, bro, you can have picked the worst time to, like, have your one bad outing. Like, God damn it, dude. Wait, you also have to throw that ball on online. Like, the way throws over the last week as a second baseman have been atrocious. He's messed up, like, two double plays. He messed up, like, two double plays, I feel like, against the A series. In the, in the A series. He threw the ball at DJ. Maybe you say DJ could scoop that. But, bro, just throw the ball, like, to the first baseman regularly, bro. Please. And then we had Clint over here. And I, I didn't I wasn't, I wasn't, didn't see this part of the game because I was um at work. But we had bases loaded with Clint at the plate in the first inning, I think. Doesn't come through. Glaber had terrible bats all day. Roof net door. Pinch hitting for Tyler Wade. And he swings at the first pitch and pops it up. Stand two. The bases loaded. Oh yeah, Stan swinging the first pitch and just gr- and just grounds out. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here, bro? And like, it's listen, just off- the offense it, it, scored. It's insane. The offense scored five runs, right? So you should be able to win this game because it's a Garrett Cole start and he only gave up two runs. But you know we should have more, obviously. But this one's on the defense, man. Can't happen. It's on Tyler Wade. Period. Period. Man, I, um, look, 
it's a Garrett Cole start. We're not supposed to be um, losing those games. And I legit, like, you are paying $300 million for a Garrett Cole that does his job, and it doesn't fucking hurt because you're not able to keep up the bare minimum. And I swear to God, this is, it, it, it's, it's legit a curse. It's not even like we have a Tyone start where he gives up five runs and then the bullpen blows up, which would be fine because, hey, you've already lost the game anyway. So it doesn't matter if you blow up now or no, it has to be cold starts where we're leading or we're tied and then the bullpen blows up because why not? Why do we not pick the most opportune times to suck? And, and this one's not even on the bullpen. I don't know why I'm going off on them about it. Loisaga wasn't at his best for sure. But like, you're kidding yourself if you say that that is on him. If Tyler Wade has the baseball IQ that is higher than a steamed potato. I don't even know if you can steam potatoes. If, if he has more than three brain cells, he makes the play. I swear to God. And, and you know, it, it's just not, it's, it's not entirely, we had more chances, man. Judge, uh, well, it's not Judge's fault, but if, if Judge hit, like, his uh, double was five feet higher, I think we win the game. We pull out in the end. Obviously, that's not on him. That's just terrible luck, wind, whatever factors go into that, right? That's one. DJ Another thing. The homer. Yeah, the DJ clutched as well. Like he he did his job. Judge almost had one. All right. If if um if Glaber knew that you know you're supposed to run when you get the opportunity when Salvador Perez dropped the ball and rolled all the way into the fucking dugout. He was literally walking, and he's and he's only turned into a sprint later on. They the Royals weren't even beginning to throw the first until they realized, oh wait, this guy's still standing at the plate, so you might as well. We might have won that if Clint Frazier doesn't swing at a ball in his eyes. We might have won that. By the way, he has this guy's bat is turning into a pool noodle. He couldn't hit a beach ball right now. I swear to God, he's entirely. He's just so far gone. Like, we've talked about this on the pod so many times. Like, everyone's hyping him up. It's like, oh, this is Frazier's year. He's finally earned his spot. He's going to be starting left fielder. He's going to do X and Y and Z. I, did, I was not aware that the accolades for starting left fielder included uh, leading the team in strikeouts. I don't know if he leads the team in strikeouts, but it feels like Bro. it. Um, Wait, people, we're going to get to a war criminal section, you know, segment soon. But I just want to talk a little bit about the A series. We didn't give that series enough love, bro. They were the best team in the America, best team with the uh, best record in the American League coming into that series. I feel like we should give that series a little bit of love because we lost the first game. Um, sorry if I interrupt you, Manny, but I just thought, like, we couldn't forget this because it seems like we're about to go on a big tangent about who are the war criminals on this team. And there's a bunch of them. Let's be honest here, right? So, um, Oakland series. Lost the first game 5-3. Um, Tyone, of course, giving up a homer to um, Swanson. Uh, not Swan- wow, not Swanson. Wow. Uh, Olsen in the first. Um, second game, we won 7-5. Uh, Gary Homer, Shell Homer. We just came back. It was it was just a gutsy win. And then the last game, perfect. 2-1. to one, um, And a triple play to end the game. Our third of the year. Our second in, like, the last week or so. Like, Jesus, this team is... That's those are the type of things that make you think like, oh, this team is meant to win it all. Um, no, those, you're right. Those are 100 percent like this team's gonna win the World Series moments. But then you look at the record and see that we're what was it five games over 500 now? Four, four, four. four. I mean, 
Like they've the, shown like, the, they the year of under underachieving, man. I don't get it. There. I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. That's that's I mean, that was a good series. What what Yeah, no, like see, we still got time to turn this series around as well. Like this this rings uh quite similar to the Nationals one that we had like a while ago. You know, we were leading blue um Jonathan Loizaga blew up um in the late innings. We lost the game by in the end it wasn't close. Uh this one was close by the end, but regardless, we blew a lead, same person. And we ended up winning the next two. And it's it's in Royals. You know, we'll probably win the next two, although <clears throat> I don't want to have jinx that. If I have, in fact, jinxed it, I am going to commit reverse birth. But, um, yeah, no, there's just... These are the kind of games, like, when they happen, you just want to stab yourself. Because there's literally no reason why there should be anything but a W in the win column in the left side of the standings after that. but. Well, I guess it is what it is, so we just have to move on. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, sweep of the Blue Jays, two out of three from the best team in the AO at the time, and then we lost the first team of the Royals. But now we're going to get to what everyone wants to hear. It's our war criminal segment. Um, Mike, you want to take this one away? Um, War criminals. You know, it's hard to narrow down. There's so many on this fucking team. You got Runetto Door. Bro, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. That, what the hell are you talk? What the hell are you doing? Swinging first pitch? What the fuck? Oh, With God. tying run on second? And then, of course, if you're going to swing first pitch, you better hit lead and going to get out. You better at least hit a piss rocket. But no, he hits a little bloop shot, gets caught. We talked about Clint Frazier. I mean, what the hell are you doing, man? You talking all you making that much big of a scene when you're getting talking about being traded and you finally get your shot and you suck an ass like you are. And Brett Gardner, old man, you need to go to retirement home. Fuck you, you bald <laughs> fuck. <laughs> and, and I, I think I'm gonna take back what Tyler I said Tyler about Tyler this episode being a little quieter. All right, so 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 Mike's uh, Mike's giving out his his uh, meatloaf. I mean, to the war criminal prison. Wait, I don't think he was done. He had one more thing to say about Tyler. Oh, I was, I was, right. I was just, Tyler Wade doesn't know the fundamentals of baseball, that's all. Nah, I, I all think right. we all we all have a little to shit on each of these players today. And, right. you know, you this, is, this is something that we're, we're about to commit several war crimes in the former Yugoslavia. Now, Mike's already violated... You know, Mike's already violated Bosnia, right? Now let's 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 head up to North Macedonia or some shit. I'm going to um we're we're gonna go over you know who we we've got Fraser, Gardner, Wade, Odor. I'm gonna start this with Wade because this guy just right now right this is right now this is basically the numbering trials for the Yankees. Yeah, let, let's go with that. All right. Tyler Wade. There is nothing remotely competent about you. Please stop playing baseball. If you want to run, join the track team. You got one thing going for you, and that's, that's probably that you're hot. All right? And if you join the track team, you have to wear less clothes than you would as a baseball player. So that helps you out. All right? So oh that's, that's, that's all I'm going to say for you. That's all I'm going to say for you. All right? Odor. The only good thing, the only good thing about you, are your bat flips, which are a moot point because you barely hit like three homers 
every time a new baby is born. Right? <laughs> Someone could go through pregnancy and you'd have like five. That's it. All right? Frazier, you are a disgrace to the boxer, Frazier. All right? Oh, my God. That's... That's that's the only thing in my mind right now. I I use whenever I hear the name Frazier, I used to think Clint Frazier. Now I just think Jesus Christ. Why am I thinking of Clint Frazier where there are much better athletes with the last name Frazier? Although although that's a cop out. All right, that's a cop out response for me from actually insulting your baseball skills. So I'll so I'll expound on that. You cannot swing the bat. You take more balls than a stripper, and. <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, man, for fuck's sake, man, you're touted for your legendary bat speed, but it doesn't matter if you don't get the goddamn stick off of your shoulder, all right? Well, he swung today, he missed a ball at his head. Oh, yeah, oh, there you go, there you go, he he, he did. So so what, what do you swing? I mean, I, I can't shit on him for that empirically because, like, he has a pretty damn good chase rate. Um, but, man, the, you, you hit so light, you should play featherweight or something. All right? And who's up next? Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner, you were done five years ago, buddy. Like, you had one good resurgence in 2019, and now everyone thinks you're the shit that's not. That's um. God. I, I, I'm running out of things to say, man. I'm so frustrated. Like, while while we take over, this is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Here's my turn. I'm not gonna go through Eastern Europe. I'm just gonna send these guys to the baseball version of the Shanghai Sharks. All right. Um. Listen up here. All right. Um. Tyler Wade, you are the worst baseball player I've ever seen in my life, bro. I cannot stand to see you on a baseball field. I can play a better second base than you, and I am a lefty. Please quit the sport of baseball. Aaron Judge, I don't know what type of friendship you guys have where he's basically, like, attached to you or whatever, but, bro, you got to tell. He's, you're the only reason he's on the squad right now. You have to be. There's no other reason why he's on the squad right now. Anyone who stands out of the way, please, please, please go into hiding. Please go into hiding. You should not be standing Kyle Wade. He is one of the worst baseball players of all time. I can't stand to see him on a baseball field. There's no reason for anyone to be saying this, man. I don't care. There is no logical reason, excuse, whatever, for people to be standing Kyle Wade or thinking he deserves to be on this roster. Absolutely no reason. You're not that guy, Tommy. Trust me. You're not that guy. All right? That's one. Nihau! Chihau! <laughs> Oh, God. What the hell was that? The video of Shaq. Shaq saying uh, uh, Guang Gong Tigers. That's a, yeah, that's the team that they're going to. All right? Um, Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's net door, bro. Like Manny said, you only can use your strength to when you actually do it. Bat flipping, bro. You bat flip when you do something good, and that rarely ever happens. Why are you swinging at the first pitch and popping it up, bro? You're pinching here for a reason. We had the other war criminal, Tyler Wade, that you're coming up to replace, and you can't do a damn thing. You put us in a terrible situation. Judge, we just came within one run on the DJ Homer. Judge hits a ball to the wall that almost gets out, and you come up here and ruin the momentum by hitting a pop fly. What the hell are you doing, bro? On the first pitch. What the hell are you doing? On the first pitch. What are you doing? What are you doing? All right, Clint Frazier. Oh, boy. Here we go. This dude takes so many fastballs down the middle, and then he swings at ones up, up, like at his eyes. This dude 
for years. I was campaigning for you. Give Clinton his chance. You were saying, oh, how they were treating you correctly. And look what look what you do. You put out a stinker all year long. You have been the worst player on this team. Actually, no. That, I'm going to say that for someone else who's coming up. But you have been probably a top three worst player on this Yankee team all season long. You've been so bad. Incredibly bad. After last year, you fooled us. You fooled us into thinking that you were ready to you know, take your place on this team as you know, a star and like a starter and everything and all that. I'm so disappointed in you. I supported you, and that's done, bro. Gotta go. Unfortunate. Your bat speed doesn't mean jack if you're not putting it to use. Um, whatever. Go make some trades. Uh, Brett Gardner, you need to go in the home. Um, you're too old now. Listen, I love you, sir. I love for you because you know you gave me some tips when I was younger when I met you. But Guardy, bro, please, please, listen. I if you're gonna be on the scene, I need you to hit the ball, bro. Like, like I'm begging. Caillou, I need you to hit the ball. He needs to follow the example of the great Jay Bruce. Yeah. Oh God. No. Quit. <laughs> no. No. How, how can I, we? Never, how can we talk about? All right. All right, guys. Do do I need to do I need to make, or leave the tweet? Uh, leave the team tweet and have the blow up so you can get the fuck out of here. Or? Bro, Brett Gardner. Oh my God! You should have caught that ball, by the way. That fell in at center. No one's really talking about that. You should have caught that ball. But, damn it, Brett. You bald old man. Just, Why did you come back another year, bro? I understand COVID and everything. But, bro, you're kind of screwing with the roster right now. Um, and then, oh, yeah, our last guy. He's not really, you know, war criminal yet. But he's, as, as Ren said before we started recording, he's in DEFCON 2, Glaber Torres. I, this is, I'm more sad than mad, like, what's happening to Glaber. Like, bro, this is... This sucks. He's a two-time All-Star, and he's young, and he's supposed to be our young star of the future. Him and Judge are supposed to be the lead, like lead us into the future, along when Jason Dominguez comes up. But bro, Glaber, not good at all this year, man. You picked up the defense, but now your offense is taking a hit, major hit. You're not hitting for power. You're just you're swinging at pitches. You're taking. You're swinging. It's not even. It's not even like you're swinging at these pitches in like two strike counts. You're swinging at pitches way out of the zone and like flailing at them and in sh- counts where it's a hitter's count where you still have a chance to be in the at-, at bat. Not even two strike counts. You're just swinging at them just to swing at it. Like what are you doing, bro? Like I I know he's a confidence guy, but like come on, man. We need you. We need you desperately if we're gonna win a World Series this year. Yeah. Come on, man. Get together. Yeah, Look, I mean, they, they these two have been showing. I mean, Glaber Glaber will get to in a second, but Garner and Frazier time and again are trying their hardest to tell the Yankees that they don't want to play. Like, I don't know, Gar- Gardner I have a harder time shitting on because like you know, the guy's been here forever, but you know that's it's part of the problem where he he has been here forever, and that's exactly the point that at some point you've got to hang up cleats, but. I don't like it's hard to to pin the blame entirely on them because to some degree it's the organization. The organization themselves has to be cognizant of the fact that you know you can't keep throwing Garner and Frazier out there on a regular basis and right. So, man, I mean, I don't know what to say. I that, that that's really it. Like. That that's that's all I can think of on Frazier and Gardner. That at the, we have to stop expecting anything from them, right? Because clearly it's not working out. It's and it's it's not even 
we we just cannot expect them to be good players at this rate. And that, well, well, how do you solve that? You solve that by getting front office to acquire players, which we're not going to talk about in this episode because we've done so, you know, uh, a couple hundred times already um, we've got, in our we've previous got episodes, episodes. But we've got better episodes for that. Hundred percent. And um, yeah, that just brings me to Glaber. Glaber, man, you're getting in your own head. I feel like in 2019, this guy had the best approach. I think I'm going to say like he wasn't he wasn't the best hitter on the entire. 2019, but he definitely had like the most uh, solid approach that you could see year round because he knew what was needed at what point in time. He had 38 homers and he still had you know a fair amount of success in other statistical categories. Right now, it, it seems like the opposite's happening here, and because everything that was really consistent and solid about labor that everyone was really marveling at because they're like, oh wow, you know the this guy is, um, you know, the, this, this dude is 22. Well, he was 22 at the time. He's, he's going to be, uh, he's, I think he's going on 24 now, or even if he is, he might already be 24. I'm going to double check. But, you know, that's, he, he's lost uh, everything about Glaber that made him Glaber. You know, he, he, the, the power that he showed off, prodigious power in 2019, which, by the way, every scouting report was like, oh, he's, he's got no pop. Like, he, he'll hit 10 bombs a year max, you know? And he shows up in 2019 and hits 38, and you could say, okay, maybe that's a product of Juice Ball, but, it, but he did something, right? He's lost that. He's lost his ability to, um, you know, shorten up and defend in two strike counts. All that Once again, that makes me sound like a boomer, but I'm pretty sure it's backed up by statistical evidence as well. And um, fielding, fielding is one thing I can't shit on him for. He's really putting in the work, trying to get better at his craft over there. But he's chasing. He's not hitting the ball hard. He's not lifting the ball well. He, he needs to get his head out of his ass. And the reason, and that, that is the main because today, today's game, he made one of the most frustrating plays I've seen in a while. When you strike out and the catcher does not have the pitch, just make a beeline for first, man. Just literally forget everything else and run. You, you, you said you think you fouled it. Well, if you fouled it, good for you. If you didn't, what's, what's, the, what's the worst that could happen? You end up on first base again, which he would have if he had ran and maybe would have won that game. So he, I feel like he needs to regain his identity and he needs to get out of his own head because um, I, I think he's becoming way too nervous about how he runs this show. He, he runs his own show, so. Yeah, it's it's really sad, man. Um, yeah, unless you guys got anything else on these war criminals on our squad right now, um, I guess we can move on to the next segment. All right, BFA Tyler Wade. Um, next segment, <laughs> Gary Sanchez, man oh man. Man, oh man, um, I might be the biggest Gary Sanchez fan on out of the three of us. This guy, no, no, I am the biggest Gary Sanchez fan of the three of us. Um, this Easily. guy went from lost to oh, everyone loves Higgy more, and Gary and him are just splitting time, and no one's a starting catcher anymore. Too, he's an he should be an all star. Gary Sanchez is a is at the top tops in the ranks of stats for American League catchers 
and he's been carrying this team's offense for about three weeks now. He's been absolutely phenomenal. He's he's a starting catcher again. Which oh, one thing we're gonna talk, I'll talk about in a second, but it'll be at the end of the segment. Um, he's just been it's on Garrett Cole. He's just been absolutely phenomenal going the other way, which is when you know he's you know at his best when he's going the other way and not trying to pull every pitch. Um, yeah, I'm so happy he's back. He's back to, for at least for now, back to his normal self. I hope he stays this way forever. And I, we have to vote for him into All Star game, man. Uh, he deserves it. Uh, Three time All Star Gary Sanchez has a nice ring to it, and boy, I'm so happy. I never gave up on him. Man, you know, another like a, a real quick flashback to the Wade War Criminal thing. Um, the error that he made, which was not in fact scored an error. If he, if they score that an error, Loisic only has one earned run and he has a 1.83 ERA and he makes the all-star team. What he just caused Loisic. It's fucking insane. Yeah, I don't know how any parents. Yeah. All right. Um. um so we we've yeah. got our signature Garrett to sound off on um, uh, our Kraken. About Gary I don't Sanchez. think real quick about yeah about Gary Sanchez. I don't want to this. I totally forgot about this. I think we all forgot about this. Garrett Cole, bro, you listen, listen up here, bro. We paid you three hundred twenty-four million dollars to come here, and I understand that, but you gotta stop. You gotta stop having Kyle Gershon as your personal catcher. I get hit. You hit a homer today. It's still not the right move. He still should not have been catching today's game, bro. I don't understand. But sticky stuff is gone. Sticky stuff is gone. So if you're not going to pitch well, it's going to be on you. It's not going to be on who the hell is behind the plate. Stop being so stubborn. That was a bitch a move, Garrett. Human. For real. For real, bro. We need Gary behind the plate and in the lineup. Not Kyle Gishioka, bro. Enough. It's an, I've had enough of this. All the fans have had enough of this. What are we doing here, bro? Enough. Tell, tell Boone, listen, put Gary in the lineup. Because you're hurting the team more. Be, if you're not, if because you want Kyle to be that behind the plate for absolutely no reason, because you seem to think that he's gonna affect the way you pitch. No, he's not, bro. It's you. It's always you. If you pitch bad when Gary's catching, it's you. If you pitch bad when Kyle's catching, it's you. You pitch good when Gary catch, is catching, it's you. If you pitch good when Kyle's catching, it's you, bro. It all it's it's all on you. It's not dependent on who's behind the plate. Enough of that, bro. Stop being a loser, bro. We need Gary in the lineup. And now Gary's gonna catch tomorrow against the Royals, and then he won't play the day game after a night game, so he won't catch the second. So what is it? No, he'll catch two days in a row, so he won't catch the first day of the Boston series, and then he'll catch the middle game, and then the last game of the Boston series is a cold day, so he won't catch that series. So he's only gonna play two. He's only gonna play one out of three games against our the, our rivals who we are competing for for the division title. Unbelievable, bro. Unbelievable. Listen, get get over yourself. You want Gary in the lineup. I don't give a damn if Kyle's your best friend in the world or not. I mean, if he truly cares about winning. You said what? If he truly cares about winning, then how about you give the hot batter a start? real. He shouldn't have a say in it, to be honest, but that's how the Yankees are run. Yeah. Nah. I mean, do we know for sure that it is his choice? Like, I feel like a lot of people are... Dude, Aaron um, Boone doesn't control shit. Like, you know, Cole... Cole walked up. Well, no, actually, I actually don't think that's true. Um, I've hated on Boone a lot. I still do, but I think that the the fact that he's like 
super chill in the dugout is is wrong. I feel like he's a lot different behind closed doors. But regardless, I think that that episode. But regardless, what I was going to go on about is that do we know for sure that it's Garrett Cole? Because like, am there there is true that he is like conceded because like he refuses to pitch to anybody but Higashioka. Um, but I, I don't think that's true. Like he he does he doesn't. He seems competitive enough to the point where he would understand that that Gary needs to start. So I, I wonder if it's Boone being you know very protectionistic. Of right, all right. Because the moment I put you with Sanchez, something's gonna go wrong, and then everyone's gonna say that I'm an idiot for um you know. So I don't know if we can put that entirely on Cole. Maybe um, Boone okay, refuses so to start be, Sanchez, I'll... and you know it's not like Cole's going to complain. It's not like Cole's going to complain if uh, he sees a lineup car and he's like, "Oh, okay, well, Hickey's catching me." It's not like he's going to go to Boone and be like, "By the way, I'm pretty sure you should Sanchez in that slot." So, well, okay, no, I'm going to be. I'll be fair. I guess we'll find I'll out. See this. I'll say this. Um, ever since last year when Garrett Cole, you know, made that statement, "Oh, I think I'm his personal pitcher." It kind of put it in Boone's mind that, hey, maybe these guys should be catching together. And I'm not going to say that Eric Cole every day is like, oh, no, I want Higgy in. But, like, ever since that moment, you kind of just instilled it in Boone's mind that this is the only way to go. And now, like, listen, you have to say something at this point. Like, bro, listen, it's okay. Like, you like you should see, at least say, like, it's okay. Because, listen, if Boone's just going to think, it's just going to assume from now on that you want Higgy every time. When it, Maybe it's not the case. But until you say something to him, like, hey, listen, uh, you don't – have to stick me and Higgy together every time. Um, I'm fine with Gary. Then it's it's never it's never gonna happen because this guy already put the idea in Boone's brain that this is the way it has to be for him to be successful, and it's just not true. Boone's being stubborn. Cole's being stubborn. Just talk it out and get the, figure this thing the hell out because I want to see Gary in the lineup. We all want to see Gary in the lineup. We want to see the better hitter lineup, the person who makes our team a lot better and gives us a better chance to win every single day. We go out there because at the end of the day, that's what it's about winning. Each game, every single day we go out there and play. And if you're not putting your best product on the field, then you're not giving yourself the best chance to do that. And Gary Sanchez is giving us a better chance to win. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah. and also, also, I feel like they know that. And um, pair these two together, right? Now, what get these give these guys time to get used to each other right now or do you want to make it so that the first time that they literally pair up in a long time is in game one of whatever playoff series game. yeah you know like yeah, you've got to be thinking that. ahead to that degree yeah I'm like okay that, well like... cole cole hasn't pitched a sanchez in a long time all right cool well um you you got to pair them up so that they can get used to each other before it's too late and before, you know, there's no time left. And let's say he, he might sing for a play. Yeah. Like, my thing is, like, if we're going to, like, like I'm just going to echo what Manny said. Like, if you're going to just pair them together one, for the first time in a long time in the postseason and he implodes and, well, oops, we just lost a postseason game. Like, I'd rather them, like, work – like, try it out now. Like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. All right, we'll accept it. But we don't even – like, I don't want to look at the 60-game season and one start this year and say, oh, it doesn't work. Like, hell no. Like, 
listen, I'd rather go through it now and figure it out for sure that it doesn't work and let him implode in the regular season than implode in game one of a postseason series when he's your supposed to be your one guaranteed win and then you have two shaky guys behind coming up behind him and then, oh, you're up looking at a sweep possibly. possibly. Like, no. No. Do it now. Right now. He better be catching him in Boston. I, I swear. I swear. Dude, if they don't do that for a rivalry game, that's fucking ridiculous. I don't know whose choice that is, whether it's Boone or um, Cole. It's fucking ridiculous that he, they're not letting Gary play. Yeah, 100% agree with you. If he, get, if he gets named an all-star, bro, it's going to be even more ridiculous because they're going to be telling me that you're sitting an all-star an all-star player every once every five days. Are you kidding me? Your all-stars play every day. They don't sit one day because another player doesn't want them on the field. Like, what are we doing? Whatever, man. Cole, stop it. All right, yeah, so I think we mostly covered all of our topics for today's episode. Um... Let's hope I can't. I don't know the number of times we've said this by now, but let's hope that the next week uh, treats us better as Yankee fans than we we've, we've seen in today's game because today's game was just an absolute boiling point. It, it's not like the brick point of the season, but you know it, it's just an amalgamation of all the things that can go wrong that shouldn't have gone wrong. So, yeah, I think I think um, that's that's about it. We've, we've got what we want to get. And with that, we're going to wrap up today's episode. And we'll see you guys next week. We're going to have another special guest on soon. We hope you enjoyed the episode with Chris. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Later. Peace. Good evening.